What up, what up? You tune in to the Jose Morales podcast where we talk sports, business, and everything in between. I am Jose Morales, and we're at my boxing academy. Joining me in the ring today is Ricky, and today we're going to talk about sports. Sports, why we like sports, and the Kings. The lack of the Kings. Not I'm that. sorry. You don't got to say like kidding. that, fucking Ricky. <laughs> Ricky over here, I asked Ricky, what's your team? He's all, I, I like LeBron. I don't know. I didn't say it like I was. It was Dwayne Wade. It was Dwayne Wade. Whatever. One of those black guys. <laughs> You're like my mom. mom. You know what my mom did one time? She was like, "Hey, this guy came to my work today. He's a Kings player." I'm like, "Which? Wh- wh- who is he?" He's. Like, I don't know, but he's a Kings player. I'm like, well, "What he look like? He's tall and black." I'm like, "What you mean he's tall and black? They're all tall and they're all black. Most of them. Shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. yeah, that's what you just did, Ricky. He, that's what he was. I'm like, Ricky, what's your team? That's what he told me. No, no. But uh. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about the Kings. I am a diehard Kings fan. Those that do not know, I've always been a Kings fan since I can remember. I'm sorry. No, hey, we were pretty good. <laughs> and when I liked them, they were pretty good. Yeah. I, I first started watching the Kings. It's probably going to be, if I had to put a year, I'm going to say by 99, 2000. That's when uh, Jay Will was hitting elbow passes, shooting oh, yeah. from half court, and doing all the crazy shit. When the That's, Kings had the dream team. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't know if it's going to be the dream team yet because I think we got better once we traded for Bibby. Um, when we had Jay Will, we were good. We were fun to watch. But we made that leap that when we became really good. Was the playoffs when, when Bibby, when they had Bibby? Yeah, well, we made the playoffs in 2000 with Jay Will also. What was the whole ref? What was the, what was that the was ref? With Bibby. Was that it was Bibby. Bibby. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. was Bibby. So maybe, yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, Jay Will kind of started that, you know what I mean? What yeah. I mean, you know, he kind of gave that little the charisma, you know what I mean? Yeah. He brought that 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 pizzazz to the team, yeah. made him believe, you know. And then we traded his ass. Right? We got rid of him. But uh, but it was dope because yeah. um, I mean, it was kind of sad seeing him. I, I remember when he got traded because he's like, classic king. Like when you think of Jason Williams, you think of King. So yeah, like, it was dope. Yeah. A lot of I I swear they were like the kings. Of passing behind the back. Yeah. Everybody. Vladdy did it. Yeah. Webb did it. Um, but then, I mean, we went to the playoffs with Jay Will. We got swept, you know, the first round. Yeah. I'm not going to say the name of the team, but we got swept. <laughs> and uh, and when we came back, we made that switch. We got rid of Jay Will. And that's when we really got good. I yeah. mean, that's when Bibby and everyone. Bibby was more fundamentally sound. You know what I mean? Yeah, he fit the team, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't like shooting from half court. Jay Will would do shit like that. Yeah. That's the difference. Jay Will was funner to watch, yeah. but Bibby was more like, all right, we're going to win exactly. games type. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, um, and yeah, that's literally, that's when I became a Kings fan. You know, I love the Kings at that time. And you're still sticking with them too, even all these bad old slumps you guys been having, the drought. Yeah, since 2006. You know, I still remember the first time we, uh, I still remember that last time we were in the playoffs in 2006. That's when we traded for Ron Artest at the All-Star break. Kings oh, I forgot good. about Ron Artest. Yeah, we got Ron Ron. This is uh, after he, the Malice in the Palace. That's yeah. after he fucking beat the fuck out of half the arena. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that time we made the playoffs, we were the eighth seed. We played the number one seed in uh, San Antonio Spurs in uh, the first round. And we we had Kevin Martin. We were down. We lost in game six. Eventually, it, was, it went up to six games. But uh, to take it to six games, we uh, had a buzzer beater, Kevin Martin. Buzzer beater took it in, lay up, made it at the buzzer. We won. And the reason why I remember this day so clearly, everyone in my house went crazy, bro. We were jumping up, we're fucking going ham. I had my dog, 
Rocco, rest in peace, fucking love this dog. He didn't like when people got crazy. Oh. So when I jumped up, this motherfucker beat me in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> he beat me in the ass, my right butt like, cheek. He was like, sit. He's like, what the fuck? Yeah. So everybody's fucking going crazy. I'm laying down on the floor. Bro, no joke. I'm on the floor like, ah, <laughs> fucking screaming because he bit me in the ass. And I still have that scar to this day, my right butt cheek. So if you ever see my right butt cheek, I have a fucking red-nosed pit bull fucking that's scar. funny. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. We lost. That was the last time we went to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I am sticking by them. I'm a very, um, I'm a very loyal person, but also I'm very prideful. You know, I'm huge about where my city is, who I come from, where I come from, who I represent. I always held that uh, high. I mean, like I maintained it because I represent this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I represent my family. I represent my city, and I, that's why I feel like if no one, I feel like if, if the city wasn't meant to stand behind their team, then what's the point of a city being attached to the team? It should just be Kings. It should yeah. be Spurs. It should be no city. But that's why I feel like we are, our job here for the Sacramento area is to get behind our team. And you're a true fan too, because you, you've been sticking with them and oh, you forever. rep them. You rep hard. them hard. I and mean, even yeah. your Instagram name has Kings in it. Hell yeah, baby. So El it's Rey like, de Sacra, baby. Yeah. El Rey de Sacra. When I saw that, I was like, I never thought about it was a king thing, and I was like, I thought the Ray just meant like a Ray name, and then you explained. I was like, oh okay, you thought that my makes name sense. Was Ray? No, I thought Come something on. nickname was Ray, and I was like, oh, okay, so it makes sense now that you said it. No, so you have, so, you have big pride with Sack though. Yep, so. I have it tatted on my forearm. I have it tatted on my back. Oh, you have a tat on your back too? Yeah, my I back. Because I saw the one on the, I see the one on the forearm. So yeah, it's on sure. my back, my entire upper back. Oh man, you it, are pride of Sacramento right there. Everything, baby. Um. So, yeah, the, it's funny how it came about. My nickname on uh, Instagram, El Rey de Sacra, which is Sacramento King in Spanish. Um, my family is very, uh, I mean, we're all from Mexico. So they're very, a lot of Mexicans connect more to L.A. just because, you know, it's, I, I'm, I'm not even really sure why, honestly. I'm assuming because it's a little Mexico down there. <laughs> yeah. But um, um, my family would come visit me from different you know, different part of the cities. And one time we went to, we were in downtown and we got into this club and they were like taking care of me. And the reason why they were taking care of me is because the dude uh, that owned that club, I was good friends with. So after that, my family was like, oh man, you're like the Sacramento King. They'll take care of you when you're down there. But they told me in Spanish. Oh, so that's the birth of everything. That's how it came about. Nice. Yeah, so that's how El Rey de Saca came about. Plus, I like it. It's in Spanish, the way it sounds. Yeah, it looks cool, too. Yeah, so yeah. so boom. It stuck with it. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick by it, and it's going to be like that forever. I will always be a yeah. Sacramento kid. Sacramento forever. kid, pride. Even though now I'm Roseville. My wife always says that now. My wife is like. I mean, still technically, it's still Sacramento. My wife is like, man, you're the you're the Roseville king now. You're not a Sacramento <laughs> king. You're a Roseville king. It's you're always sack. in Roseville. It's still sad. But, um. She she always gives me a hard time about that. Um, another thing, um, I feel like uh, that's the biggest difference. It's just kind of between like soccer. If you look at soccer uh, nationwide and why the teams are so big on their why their city is so big on their team is because they have they hold so much pride on on their city. You know what I mean? Like yeah. all nationwide. I mean worldwide, internationally, fucking everywhere. Mexico's huge like that. Europe is huge like that. South America is huge like that. 
And one thing that soccer does, which I feel like we need to do, is um, they bring, they grow their own, they have their academy where their kids start playing soccer at fucking five years old with their, with the Sacramento Republic. And they're growing through their, their whole fucking career, you know, eight, eight U, 12 U, high school, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then eventually they, they graduate into playing into their major league team. That's what it's like in the rest of the world. And that's something I feel, I don't know, the NBA does anything like that, but they don't, you know what I mean? They yeah. don't do nothing. And I feel like if the Kings did do something like that, imagine, you know, the backup point guard is fucking graduated from, I don't know, Highlands High or Grant High or something, Kennedy, you know what yeah. I mean? You know, you'd be more behind it. Yeah, exactly. But it's not really like that, no. you know? So, but I see that Republic is doing that. I mean, the Republic has little soccer academies yeah. for, which is dope. And plus, we're going to be in the MLS 2022. Exactly, yeah. You know? Yeah. So, that shit's going to be fucking popping. Yeah. And I already told my wife, baby, MLS, Republic. You put in the, you tied in on it? It's going to get tatted on the right arm, on the right <laughs> forearm. So, I have my, I have the Kings on the left. As soon as we hit the MLS, baby, the Republic is going to go on my right arm. Right on. So I'm Have you watched the, any Republic games? I did. The very first game they ever had. Yeah. How it was are like, they? It's dope, man. It's yeah. dope. I mean, you gotta you gotta appreciate soccer. I mean, yeah. some people don't appreciate it. I love soccer. Uh, a fun fact about me: people do not know my favorite 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 sport is basketball. I love basketball. Yeah. Okay. And then after basketball is between boxing and soccer. I'll put really? boxing. I'll put boxing and then it's soccer. Did you ever play basketball when you I did. You know, it's funny, man. I did. I my love, my fucking love growing up started with soccer when I was a little kid, five, six, seven years old, it was soccer. But once I hit my uh my nine, ten, eleven, twelve, I love basketball. Like my dream because and it started because of the Kings. You know what I mean? The Kings yeah. were raw. One time when I was playing basketball, um on my basketball team in middle school, I even shaved my head bald like Bibby, bro. No, you didn't. I swear, I fucking regret really? it. I fucking regretted it, <laughs> bro. There, there has to be. Is there pictures of this? I hope not. I, and if there is one, I'm not going to show you. But uh, I fucking even, I wore a hoodie the whole time because I didn't want to want to see. <laughs> so you shaved it? Did you play? I what did. Thing? I did. I did play. I had uh, my little fucking headband, everything. I played looking the whole like basketball. Jason Williams. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it was fucking bad. But oh, I love that good. my my passion was basketball. I was actually pretty good at basketball, uh, street basketball and everything. Yeah, and those that remembered me as hoopers, bro, Pete, please vouch for me because people are gonna be like, yeah, right. right. Jose yeah. had no. Jose yeah. was not good. <laughs> hey, I was. I was pretty decent. I'm not saying I was the greatest thing on on earth, but I was pretty good uh, until I decided to take on boxing. And I love boxing. Yeah. It, but the reason why I feel like boxing to me, why I say basketball. In soccer, my favorite sports over boxing is because I don't really see boxing like a sport. Yeah. Me. I see boxing like a way of life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I see it like something you don't play. You know, this is some serious shit. This is something you're going, you know, it, it's not like a, a a sport to me. You know yeah. what I mean? So I don't look at it like as yeah. a sport. I don't, I don't, it's not me. And because yeah, you don't go play boxing. Yeah. You that's can play why basketball, I, can play football, but give, take, I mean, not trying to knock basketball or football like those things like if you take it seriously you take it seriously yeah of course but it's like boxing is like boxing i tell people all the time man boxing is a thing you do not like you can go to you can box for 10 years and never really box yeah. if that makes sense what yeah. i mean by that is you can go to boxing 
and train boxing for years mm -hmm. and never really boxed, meaning you never competed, never went to a fight and actually went in the ring and fight. You yeah. can do that. Never threw it down on somebody. Yes, but in other sports, you can do that. In yeah. other sports, you can you can play soccer for two weeks and be on. You could never even, I did this. You know something I did? I, one time, my friend hit me up and was like, hey, my team, I'm, I need to forfeit this team. If we don't have 12 players, can you just show up and oh, dress wow, up really? for a baseball? Yeah, for I baseball, can see that happening. For baseball. Yeah. I never played baseball my entire yeah. life. And here goes my ass and my, and my brother <laughs> show up to a baseball game. Shaving your head. No, I didn't shave my head. <laughs> Show up to a baseball game and uh, just to just so they can have enough people on their roster yeah. and they didn't forfeit. Yeah. You know did what you I mean? play? I did play. Oh. But they put me way the fuck out. Like uh, I think I was like the right field or some shit. Somewhere where the ball didn't really go that much. So they're like, go yeah. there. He's like, the ball was really not going to go there. You'd be yeah. fine. But I'm like, yo, whatever you do, I don't want to bat. Those motherfuckers throw the ball hella fast. <laughs> like, don't let me bat. Yeah. But anyways, that's what I mean. You can't do that with boxing. You can't yeah. just be like, oh, hold up. I don't want you to forfeit. Fucking show up and fight this person with me real quick. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I don't see boxing like a sport. And honestly, I'm, I, I watch boxing, but I don't follow it like crazy. You know what I mean? Like what I do with with soccer and basketball yeah. like the kings i fucking watch everything yeah. i i you know i follow them like crazy um same thing with soccer i follow soccer my soccer club um i, I watch my the national team i watch the world cup i watch the club world cup i watch everything that's got it and if i don't watch it live i record it i follow it i, I watch it at night but that's just because i love the sport you know what i mean yeah and with boxing, I watch highlights or I watch certain things every now and then, but I'm not as far involved with it as far as, as a fan. Yeah. I'm involved with it as far as in the gym teaching it. Like I'm yeah. here. As a student. At, yeah. And I'm like, look, I need to show you this. I teach this. Da, da, da. But I'm not following, oh, so-and-so is going to fight for this world yeah. title or da, 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 da. I don't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I say it's not my favorite sport. Yeah. Because... I don't live it like that. You don't live it like that. It's more just, it's a lifestyle for you. Versus it's a like, lifestyle. Versus exactly. like more entertainment. Yeah, it's not You don't take it as a teammate. You, take it, per, a you take it personally yeah. and it's like, it holds true meaning to you. So it's like, there's a different level of a passion in it versus exactly. watching like a, a sport team. Yeah. That's so, why people trip out when I tell them that. Be like, well, you like that? I know. Like, it's weird because usually you would think like a boxing coach or, or someone who boxes, they would watch all the fights and like, like watch them and be super into it. But yeah, so when you say that, it's like, oh, huh, never yeah. thought of it like that. But um, so but yeah, that's pretty much it as far as sports and uh, and so, why. So do you watch? So um, so do you watch any fights in general, or do you just or yeah, do you like boxing fights? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I'm not saying I don't watch fights in general. Like yeah. I fucking hate boxing on TV. No, not like that. I watch fights. Like if I have friends that are fighting or or. Uh, people that I know or fighters that I've, I've seen or if it's a good fight, like, oh, so-and-so is fighting so-and-so. Yeah. That's a good matchup. I'll watch that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I love Crawford, Terrence Crawford. Oh, you do? Yeah, that's I'll watch his fights. Like, I'm a fan of Crawford. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll yeah. I'll watch his fights. I like Crawford. Um, uh, when you watch fights as a coach, do you do you find yourself, like, breaking down? Like, yes. Like, fights. It's like, yeah. oh, man, he could have done that, this. That, and that, that is why. And honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. And that is why I don't watch it that much. Really? Because. Because you don't really enjoy. So you're not really enjoying it. You're more like. You, it turns into this like whole like learning thing. It's like, ah. Yes. And, and, and I'm very like picky. And I'm very. Um, I don't like lazy motherfuckers. Yeah. 
And when I see up dudes up there that are super lazy, throwing lazy shit, their body looks lazy, and their trainers lazy with them, that shit bugs me. Because yeah. they're on a big platform representing the sport. Yeah. And they look a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can't stand that. But it fucking irritates me. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it's sport that I thrive on. This is what I live on. This yeah. is what I da 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 da. And I preach to people discipline all the time. And then you turn on TV and then you don't see discipline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's why it's hard for me. I'm not saying because the thing that's hard about people uh, boxing that people don't understand, you can get away with certain people, not everybody. But if you have, like, if you're a fucking fighter, like, like a Madonna, you know, dude, yeah. a dudes that are just fucking Throwing down. raw, like just yeah. power, like just, just aggressive. Yeah. You can get away with having shitty boxing because yeah. you're, 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 you got so much power. You're so, you're da -da -da. showing more activity. In yeah. Everything. So you can get away with it. Yeah. And then people come to the gym and they see that, oh, I saw Madonna fighting. He wasn't on the balls of his feet or he wasn't using his jab. He wasn't yeah. doing that. But you're telling me that I need a jab when I need to do this. Motherfucker, you're not Madonna. Exactly. You know what I mean? You're not a fighter like Madonna. Yeah. You're not that. If you had that like Madonna. That beast mentality. Yeah, if yeah. you were like that, then yeah, maybe you could fight like Madonna. Yeah. But I'm not going to teach you guys that because you guys need to know the fundamentals because the fundamentals is what gets average fucking Joes yeah. to compete with beast motherfuckers. You know what I mean? And to back on that, it was the fight that happened last night, it was uh, Pascal versus Jack, mm -hmm. wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't uh, watch it. Yeah. The, so on, you got to fill me in, Ricky. Yeah, so the, the announcers were saying backs on that when I think it was Pascal that got knocked or, or somebody. Someone was, was rocked. And they were saying that he was having horrible technique when he was rocked because he probably trains with horrible technique yeah. when he actually trains. So that goes back to it's like if your second nature isn't good technique, when you get hit or rocked, either you're super bad at, like, and you're just going to get rocked again or that technique kicks in because you train that technique and you train the, the basics and to mm -hmm. help you. Like thrive just in case something like that happens. So I can see where that comes in. Yeah, you hear me? I preach that all the time here yeah. in the gym. I, yeah. I tell people all the time: you gotta, you gotta work on your fundamentals. People feel it's like you just show up to spar and you spar, and that's how you're gonna get better. Yes, but if you don't work on your shit when you're not sparring, like you're shadow boxing and when you're hitting the bag and when you're doing this, that's when you create those good habits. Exactly. The habits that you're gonna need when you're in there going off pure fucking second nature yeah your second nature is going to be what your chin up or your chin down what exactly. do you practice during training yeah what and do I, you do and i feel like that's where it comes down to whatever happens second nature like you don't think about it that's and then that's what will help you thrive in boxing and i feel like because mm -hmm. you're just naturally going to keep your chin down you're actually going to tuck your chin in you're going to keep your elbows and when you throw you're going to have tight punches you're going to be on the balls of your feet but like you said if you don't train like it it's going to be like uh well what do i do now yeah kind of thing Exactly. And I've noticed that in my personal training, too, You, because you always preach, like, <clears throat> like, don't be lazy with your, your training. Like, uh, shadow box, like, you're sparring, like, exert the energy like you're going because this is where it's a good time to do it because when you get into the ring, it's going to carry over. And I've seen it personally. Like, no joke. It, it carry over greatly into my sparring when I, the way I train, mm -hmm. which I which is super good. Yeah. I tell uh, – one of the things I told my uh, – I tell my fighters, I tell my pros, I tell everybody this. Um, I've noticed this when I was competing. When I would compete, I would start very, very, very fast. And then I would die out. Yeah. That's how, that was my, 
I kind of the, that was kind of my pattern of how I fought. Mm -hmm. And then I noticed one time I took I started thinking about it. I was like, okay, and I started paying attention to my running pattern. I would run the same way. I would start hella fast, and then when I'm almost done with my run, I started slowing down. And I was like, huh? I want. I, I find it funny how my run pattern matches my fight pattern. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, okay, so what can I? Uh, I'm like, what can I do to change that? So I, what I started doing is. I started changing my f my running pattern to see if it affected the way I would fight. Okay. And it did. I started doing intervals, steady pace, fast sprint, steady pace, fast yeah. sprint. And then it converted over to my fighting. And then I started fighting the same way. Okay. So I, 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 tell, my, I tell my fighters all the time this, the way you fucking run is the same way you're going to fight. And he Meaning, does, people. Trust me. He says this to everybody all the time. Yeah. Is the same way you're gonna be in the ring, no joke. And and because you're training your lungs, you know what yeah. I mean. You're training your lungs too. If your lungs never, when you're going on a full throttle, fucking toe to toe with somebody, when you guys are throwing yeah. punches at each other, that that's a sprint. When you're, yeah. that's a sprint, no yeah. joke. That your lungs got to get used to doing that. If your lungs are not used to going sprint to down, they're not gonna know how to recover. To down, how are how are you gonna? How do you expect your body to do that in the ring? You know what I mean? Yeah. How? Not gonna happen. You can't just expect it. Expect it to be, it's not gonna happen. Never trained it. So you have to train yourself to, um, depending on what kind of fighting style you want. Also, depend. Uh, I also have my fighters. You know, we do long, slow runs because it's yeah. different things that we're working on. Yeah. But depending on what you're working on, there's different running styles and different things that you do training wise that affects your fighting big time. Yeah. Um, As a coach, you 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 learn to this this fighter does this this does this so you you adapt to what the fighter needs. You don't just give them a cookie cutter uh, program. Be like, oh, we're all gonna do this because just cause you 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 stop you personalize your workouts per per fighter. Exactly, which, is, which makes yep. you a great coach. So yeah, I see it firsthand with like David and Tony of how they're two different fighters, but you adapt to their training styles. Yeah, and everything. Oh, that's cool. So that's actually one thing I I tried to I've noticed when I was competing, I felt like whatever trainer I was with, they try to make me fight whatever way they liked. Uh, one thing that I try to do is I try to teach you every style like that I know and go off who you are, like whatever. If you're tall, I'm going to show you how to fight long and tall because you're a tall, lanky dude. If you're short, I'm going to show you how to get inside and move your head. If you have, you know good head movement, maybe I'll make you a counterpuncher. Whatever it is that you have, I go off your abilities. You know yeah. what I mean? And uh, that's kind of what I did with, with Tony, for example. Yeah, because he came from a different trainer. Yes. You weren't his first trainer. No, I was not. Yeah, Tony actually came here to spar. Um, uh, his his whole thing went south with wherever he was at. And then uh, I'm actually going to have him on a podcast. I'll, I'll go into detail go with the story well, yeah. with him um, and with David. But... um. What happened with him, his his, his career kind of made a turn ever since he got here. Yeah. And I think the big part of it is is not just me and not just him, is the fact that we're doing it together. We're trusting each other to yeah. work together. You understand each other. You yes. have a good connection. Exactly. And the same thing with David. You yeah. know, you know, David and I, uh, we grew up together competing. And, and also, he wasn't even fighting. He went from not fighting at all to 5-0 and as a pro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that sounds fucking crazy if you really think about it. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. You go from not even competing, you're sitting yeah. on a couch. So, David, did David ever have amateur fights? No, I mean, he did. But oh, I mean, but like, as I mean, a... I mean he, he, when we started training for his pro debut, yeah. 
he he was not an active boxer. I mean, oh, he wasn't he okay. wasn't fighting. He yeah, wasn't he like, wasn't like training super. Yeah, hard he like, wasn't like oh coming off an amateur fight. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. No, we were literally came off a couch watching fights, and we're yeah. like, let's do it. Yeah, and, and we'll get into that story oh, yeah. when we have him. But it was an interesting, wow. interesting how it came about. And and in the same way, we both trust each other. I see what's best for him as far as what he's doing, and he trusts me that I'm doing that. Yeah. And I trust him that he's doing what he's got to do. Yeah. And we communicate very well. And at the end of the day, everything comes down to what kind of heart you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you honestly care for the person and you honestly look for the best for them and not you, you put the team together first before yourself, everything works out well. And that's a secret. I mean, it's in that, and it's not no secret. You know what I mean? It's just hard yeah. for people to do that. And that's how that came about. Um, I've been doing that with them. It's been going great. And it's the same thing I've been doing with everyone in the gym. Um, yeah, I noticed that because even not just your pro fighter, you do that with the amateur fighters and yeah, and even just the, the gym goers. Like um, One know. thing I try to teach to everybody is I try to – I don't really have one style. Like, you know, yeah. I don't just show you this way. Like, you should know every way. Yeah. And the reason why I mean you need – because if you fight somebody that's a good – um, if he's tall, he's going to fight long. He's going to fight long. You can't fight long. Why are you going to fight long? Well, now you better learn how to get inside yeah. and fight in the inside. Yeah. So we work on that. Yeah. Or vice versa. You know what I mean? So I kind of show you a little bit of everything. So whenever the, that situation arises, you know what to do with it. Yeah. You know what and I mean? It's, it's great too. Like I go piggybacking the whole like, um, you just don't do that for just pure profile you do it for everybody yeah we, we practice is, it in great. class yeah, the whole time class, yeah yeah the, everybody uh, the other day i was having somebody fight uh, we were doing a strictly counter the whole day yeah and um and this is people that never boxed before that are doing it you yeah know i mean they're like they're learning the very basics to counter punching in class alongside two other people that were competing the next the next week you know that's what's unique about it yeah. that's what i love about it um, yeah, I like how you get into that. Uh, it's, that shows um, good things. But yeah, that's pretty much how everything that I have to say as far as sports, boxing. Uh, we'll keep bringing up subjects. I, I, um, I'm going to bring on uh, David and Tony so you guys will get more into that story. I don't want to really talk on their life without having them here. Um, and then they're actually both fighting February 7th. Um, here in Sacramento at the Double Tree Hotel, I will definitely have them on before then and kind of promote their their life, their career, where they're at, what they're doing. And um, we're going to have a media day actually too. The media day is going to be big. It's going to be here at our um, Jose Morales Boxing Academy in Roseville. The date for it is going to be January 25th. It's going to be from 11 to 2 p.m. and the great thing about this, check this out. This is the power of collaboration. I'm going to announce it here. No one knows about it yet. But what I'm going to do for this one, I'm also going to have a good friend of mine, Gabriel Flores uh, Jr. He's with Top Rank. Oh, He's wow, actually dope. fighting in February also at a different card. But in, um, I'm not going to go into details of his fight because I'm not allowed to yet. <laughs> but is a great, is on a big card, is in February. He is fighting. He is going to be here for media day promoting his fight so we're gonna have gabe david and tony oh, all three of them here i need one um, of those bills yeah and we're gonna uh all and this is gonna be your chance to kind of watch them work out uh get to me get to know them meet them and hang out it's gonna be free 
uh, just come hang out. We're gonna have tacos. We're gonna have different food, some music, and just I'll be hang there out. for the tacos. Yeah, I know you'll be here. But that's pretty much it. Thank you guys for listening. Let me know what you think about uh, this podcast. I hope you guys have a good one. <laughs>